Greetings and welcome to the Bishop's Radio. I am Messigon, your host. Let's pray. Our Father, our God and maker of all things, we bless your holy name and thank you for ordering this podcast to bless, transform, liberate and lift all who come in contact with it. We give you praise because your word is true and you are faithful. Thank you for all the lives that will be touched with this broadcast. We are grateful for the testimonies that will abound. Be forever glorified in and through us all in Jesus' name. Amen. I titled this episode, Power for the Believer. In coming up with this topic, I sought to be sensational. Well, tended towards clickbait, more like it. (laughs) I hope I succeeded to draw you here. I went to get something at a shop close to my house one late evening and the statement, the gospel is the power of God to salvation came to mind and I kept saying it as I was strolling. Then it dawned on me that wow, the gospel is the power, the power of God, hallelujah. Let's listen to this text. Romans 1.16 Romans 1.16 And I'm using the New King James Version. It goes, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Having gone over the statement, the gospel is the power of God, again and again some thoughts came to mind which i would like to share speaking for myself and many of you may be able to relate i think back and i realized that in my earlier days as a christian i was basically feeding on hearsay i was learning mostly from other believers faith experience i did not read the bible by and for myself except to fulfill reading requirements for the subject Bible Knowledge BK, which later became Christian Religious Knowledge CRK. Neither did I pray by myself. Apart from reading to pass BK and later CRK, the only time I prayed or picked up a Bible to read was during a Christian gathering that such activities were part of the program. That's all. And I desired to operate in power. I recall being told some interesting steps to take back then in order to experience trance and to receive the power to prophesy. I am shaking my head right now, just remembering. Hmm, we thank God for his mercies. I have heard many different tales of how people devoted so much to seeking ways to manifest the power of God. Some fast and pray for days on end. Now, there's nothing absolutely wrong with fasting and prayer. No, it is a necessary spiritual discipline that believers must give themselves to from time to time. How be it with understanding? I say this because Christianity is not the only religion that the followers fast or pray. Many other religions have that practice too. For me, it implies that there are levels of general spirituality 
that fasting enhances and praying too. Believers really need to deliberately and intentionally key into the spiritual benefits of fasting and prayer with understanding. We are making progress, yeah? Great. Now, Paul asserts in Romans 1.16 that he is not ashamed of the gospel because that gospel is the power of God. To bring some measure of clarity to this conversation today, we must understand the power that I'm discussing here. First off, the people that helped translate the Hebrew and Greek text to English for us used power. Even though in Hebrew and Greek, there are many expressions that the English just rendered as power. For instance, the Hebrew word koak, which is rigid, is termed power in English. In Genesis, sorrow, which is Hebrew for harsh, is expressed as power. Let me stop there. The power used by Paul in our main text and focus today is dunamis. It is Greek and the root word for dynamite, dynamic, and other related words. When you hear dynamite, explosive force comes to mind. When you hear dynamic, you think of capacity, agility, and the likes. In Paul's letter to the Romans, verses 16 of chapter 1, he said the gospel is the power of God. When you hear the gospel, you are exposed to power. The question now is, what is the gospel? The gospel is the good news. What is the good news? What is this power? The good news is that sin has been conquered and death has been defeated. God sent his son, Jesus, to the world to save man. Jesus became the supreme sacrifice for all men. God came in the flesh, died on the cross, and rose again from the dead, after which he ascended into heaven, and from there intercedes for us. Let me read how Paul puts it in Romans chapter 10 from verse 4 to 13. Romans chapter 10 from verse 4 to 13, and I'm using the New Living Translation. It reads, For Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. For Moses writes that the law's way of making the person right with God requires obedience to all of its commands. But faith's way of getting right with God says, Don't say in your heart who will go up to heaven to bring Christ down to earth. And don't say who will go down to the place of the dead to bring Christ back to life again. In fact, it says the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart. And that message is the very message about faith that we preach. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith 
that you are saved. As the scriptures tell us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's power right there. He just got exposed to power by listening to this. If you are not born again yet, respond to the power made available now. And if you are born again already, I just showed you how to release power or better put, how to make power available. Preach the good news. Proclaim the gospel. By so doing, you are declaring power. Romans 10, 14 to 15, the latter part of where I just read, says, that's Romans 10, 14 to 15, still is in the New Living Translation. It reads, But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent. That is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. Beautify your feet, O disciple. We are all sent. Here Jesus himself commanded. Mark chapter 16 from verse 15 to 18. Mark chapter 16 from verse 15 to 18 using the New Living Translation. It reads, and then he told them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name and they will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. You see, dear believer, it's time to unleash power. Obey the command. Preach the gospel. That's it for this week. Don't forget to share this blessing with others. Sharing it shows that you were blessed and you love for others to be blessed as you were blessed. So you see, Love is the motivation here, and love is seen in action. Also, listen to this podcast again and again to properly benefit from it. And should you be moved to give feedback, do not hesitate, as your feedback can inspire the next podcast. And always remember that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Stay well and blessings. Peace.